yo, 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 ha ha, yeah. You have now entered Squared Circle 101. You got your man, the Titanian Stallion, Mr. Pinky Ring Shining. Now with me, my man only started drinking Crown Royal, Crown Royal, because he expected to become king. My man, Shooter, how you doing? Nah, not become king, man. I am king, man. I mastered a whole bunch of things, man. Are you down with the kings? Hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101 or hit us up on Instagram at Squared Circle 101 or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. And don't forget to download that Squared Circle app. It's your one-stop spot. Man, the champ is here, baby. Are you ready? Man, I am ready. Actually, what's good about that app is I'm... We are in the process of getting it updated. We said that before, but it looks like uh, we got some kinks worked out. So uh, be on the lookout pretty soon, man. Everything should be updated. Ho- hopefully, man. So, you know, you're probably calling us liars, man. But I- I'll get to it. We'll get to it, man. We busy men. No, we're, we're busy not liars. Men. I mean, if, if, and if we are, you should appreciate how committed we are to it. Because that shows dedication. <laughs> you die with that lie. That's right. I don't, you can have me on tape. It wasn't me. That's all I'm saying. Now, man, let's talk about RCF. RCF CrossFit, this is wellness, this is fitness. If you want to be better, be better with the best and do better than yesterday. We got the RCF games coming up. My man Shooter is living like an... It's, what's that What's that one uh, movie where the guy, Marlon Brando, where they kind of created all these weird animals? That's what you are. You're like a weird animal when it comes to competition, man. <laughs> you must be ferocious in the sack with your lady. I bet you she fears you sometimes. <laughs> man, it is what it is. You're going to become like a, a scary bedtime story that dad's going to tell young daughters. Yeah, you hear about Shooter? Shoot about these RCF games. You want that to happen to you? I, you can bring any brother home you want, oh, but you want that, man. Yeah, That's man. what I'm saying. Check them out. If you tell them I sent you, you get three weeks to try it out. We got four more people that's probably about to sign up. Yep. People are loving it. People yeah. are loving it. And once the thing is, it weeds out everybody. So, like, you're going to know if it's for you or if it's not, though. But, like, the only just the strong survive mm-hmm. the weak <laughs> the weak leave. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's what it is. Check it out. Because even if you don't survive, there's a mental respect you get for it. And then you also learn about yourself what you might want to change. Mm-hmm. Right? Because so if you're the type to just quit and walk away... Just, just drive that car right So, oh man, Sonny said he's been drinking. This crown, this bourbon mash oh. that they got. Sorry, man, my bad. This bourbon mash that they got has been it's really lovely. It's smooth as hell. But smooth. anyway, man, let me what get is, let me get to is, it, what though. Is that there, man, is I got, I'm in the middle of a competition, man. Don't worry about how much I'm drinking. Are you going to snort that? Look, don't worry about what I'm doing. Anyway, right. so, man. Check them out. You tell them we sent you. You get three weeks to try out. The only place where you will get a workout and a show. I'm telling you. My man should have started to look like the old Spice Brother. Probably a little bit better. <laughs> Look at me. Look at your man. Look at me. Now look at your man. Notice your man is not me. Not but he can him. smell me. Right. He can smell like me. All right, There's man. only one way to do it. Check him out. Tell him we sent you three weeks to try it out. Now that we're feeling good, how do we feel even better? Keys to victory. Be willing to relearn some of the things you thought you mastered. Ooh. Like every I now and then when that, you jerk off, you got to work in the left. You got, hey, man. Look, you can, never, you can never know. And it's it funny because like, you forget how much the fundamentals become Ooh. fundamentals. And then you just forget because a lot of those things become second nature, man. So it's always good to, you know, hey, what's the most important punch in boxing? The jab, baby. Man, and that's the 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 first punch that you learn, and it's the most important one. You always got to stick to your basics, man. And and nothing's wrong with that. Like when you're in that funk, sometimes you just got to go back to the basics. Exactly. And that'll help you learn and find that different path. I like that one. You look um, look at somebody like a Tim Duncan. Yep. He never flashy. Never. Kept it basic. Never. 
probably Lord when it comes the same to things Stalin over and over basketball, yeah. he almost insulted it, but he was so good. He was so good, man. So good. Like twenty year reign. How do you have year reign. how do you have how do you have a no swag swag? That's Tim Duncan. You know that is true. I don't know if you can describe that any better. Man, now that we are feeling hyped, listen, listen, listen. This all right, is be all right, great. man. Hold on, hold on, man. Well, they're all, always so great. listen, so listen, man. Already, so the, last couple weeks ago, we had Caleb Plant, Rogelio Medina, Devin Alexander, Victor Ortiz, Ordenis Ugas, David Benavidez, Garcia, Rios, Gross, Ubeck Jr. Was this weekend better than that weekend? No. You don't think it was better than that weekend? No, I don't think you, so. Because you, you that sure? one. You sure? Maybe because. So are you suggesting that one possible fight could be better than a whole weekend? The whole, the whole, okay, one, everything. Give me those names everything. one more time. So, Caleb Plant, oh, we'll just give you the, the winners. Caleb Plant, uh, well, Victor Ortiz and Devin Alexander was tired. Ugas, David Benavidez, Danny Garcia, Brandon Rios, uh, George Gross, Chris Eubank Jr. So, like. Wow, this is a tough one. I don't know if I can even answer this question. I might, I might have to call. I might are you gonna, are use you gonna, my are you, gonna, are you going to kiss your cousin on this one? You're gonna say it's tie? Is that is that what we're gonna do? I mean, how 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 distant cousin? All right, we're gonna let you. <laughs> hey, we're gonna let you guys decide we'll on this and actually let own. us know once we go over and cover this fight weekend. This fight weekend was beautiful. I've been waiting. I, I, hey, it was, as soon it was as good, Saturday man. was over, as soon as Saturday was, was over, I was like, hey, I'm dedicating every like. There wasn't enough hours in the day to sit there and watch on the couch, man, to get everything live. Now we had someone return. Get, and get off the special bus and become Special K again. My man Kel Brook came in. He fought a legit contender, Sergey Rubichenko, who was maybe a couple years ago uh, more, just a better contender to fight right now. This is definitely a showcase confidence builder for him, but he dismantled him within two rounds with an uppercut. And this is one of these ones where the it was a 10 count. The ref didn't stop it. He did not make the count. And it's not that often where you actually really see that in boxing anymore, if you think about it. True. They usually will get up and then they'll wave it when they get when They'll they get wave up, it. Though. That second one down, they know they just don't even try Sergey to get Robinche- up. Sergey Robichenko, he was just out of his league. Yeah. And then he, not just that. It was if you're coming off, If you're coming off, if you're coming off a Triple G and an Earl Spence, anybody else who's lesser, uh, lesser than that, it should be a cakewalk. Yeah, it should. And that's what Kell Brook did. Got him out in the second round. Mm-hmm. Easy money. Easy work. And, we got a lot of stuff to talk and about. And you know, man. he yeah. like went into a depression. Those are two losses no, not to be you, depressed you about. You leave that alone. Yeah, let it you go, leave, You let leave it go. that alone. It's like, hey, bro, man, look who you lost to. Yeah, let's think about that for a second. Uh, then we had a sparring match that was a main event. So we'll, we'll actually go with that first. Yes. Now, I call it a sparring one. match because the opponent for Crusher Kovalev is his actual sparring partner. Before you go on that. Yes, it was his actual sparring partner. And it was one of his teammates from uh, the amateurs, yep. which was crazy. So uh, you think you got a I want to say I want to say we originated crazy eyes on here. Steve Willis. Oh, definitely. He was, definitely. he was the ref of this. And as soon as they said, your favorite ref, and I'm like, hold on, he's our favorite ref. Yeah. But we've been saying this since he first stepped on the scene. Let's find a way to get and a patch And we've him. called him crazy eyes. You can, this is documented. You guys, you guys, what is this, 86? 86. You guys have 85 episodes to look through because I'm not going to do it. I'm too lazy for all that. <laughs> you guys got 85 episodes to go through to check this out, to see, to let you know we've been calling Steve Willis crazy eyes for the longest, though. Definitely, and his eyes can bug you out while they're bugging out. But Kovalev Crusher, man, this one of the things Roy Jones said on this fight was that you know he looks good physically, but he may not be there yet mentally. Because when you're the champ, you could find a fight 
there's always somebody that wants to be champ. So to have a guy in the ring that is a sparring partner, you know, from the amateurs, who has a record to maybe justify why, but has no other fights. The man has three highlights on YouTube. They couldn't even they couldn't even make more for him. So uh, Sergey Kovalev, he did not. He looked a little off. And then at first, was, at, at first, I think it's because of the familiarity with the exactly. guy. He didn't want her. But I took more away from. Igor uh, McCulkin and also just everything about it. Sergey Kovalev, he yeah. was, he he did what he had to do, yeah. whatever. But you had the king of the sneak disc. Mm-hmm. Jim Lampley. As my grandma would say, he ain't got good sense. When he said that, I was weak. I was just oh. like, oh, of course, Jim Lampley. Now I'd like and to know who his grandmother is. Exactly, man. She's a. Because that's a, that's a, that's definitely, you can tell that's a throwback phrase right there. Yeah, he's a, he's a pretty slick boxer. Another thing is, uh, um, what, just Love learning. I love I love being able to listen to the commentator because you learn so much things that you don't learn. So this guy beat Artur Better BF three out of four times in the amateurs. Mm-hmm. And Artur Better BF beat Sergey Kovalev twice in the amateurs. Ooh, wow. Don't you Ooh. love how that kind of works out and you just never Hey, this guy had heart though. Like there's nothing I can take yeah. him. We'll get to we'll get to it. I don't know if we, yeah, we'll get to it. But you know what I you know what I thought would have looked good? Mm-hmm. If Sergey Kovalev and uh Dimitri Bivol, if they flip flop Opponents. Opponents. That I was thought the, that would. I thought from that what I understand, perfect. that was supposed to be the original plan, but Barrera didn't like the money offered for Kovalev. Um, no, I'm talking. Yeah, well, I'm talking about if uh, Dimitri Bivol versus Kovalev and then Igor Mikulkin versus some of them Barrera. That would have been a better matchup to me. Yes, definitely but on this I, one. But, but no, but we did talk a build about. Up. There's a build well, up to there it. is a build up to it, but I did see that. But as soon as I saw both of the fi- the styles of the fights, I was like, if they would have switched opponents, that would have yeah. been that would have been perfect. Now, the only issue with that is it's an insult to Kovalev based on total fights. Yeah. But Kovalev wants to fight Badu Jack, who I still think is named after a Tekken character, <laughs> if he beats Adonis Stevenson. And I, we can only assume it's because we pretty much think Stevenson is not going to fight him. Right? Chickenson? Chickenson. Yeah, the, the king of Canada. Um, you know what I'm saying? The Haitian hated, whatever you want to call him. But Kovalev, back to the gym. You... You should be mad at you should be mad at your handlers for making this fight happen because you could have got a way better opponent. You know what I like about Kovalev though? Hmm. He does what he does when I whenever I coached um individual coach like basketball players or whatever, whenever anybody makes a mistake or they're out of line, the one thing I always tell them, make them pay. They too far off, hit them with the jumper. They're too yeah. close, burn them, go to rap. Like you make a pay. That's what Sergey yeah. Kovalev does. Mm-hmm. He makes you pay all of your mistakes. And that's you good pay advice. for them. That's good it, advice because you, you don't make lose them, your confidence. You, you really don't. Like, if not, you as soon as shit. you see a sliver in that, mm-hmm. Mayweather. Yeah. You make a mistake, he makes you pay for it. It's and gonna be a long night. It, it's gonna be a lot. And no it's, matter how, and no matter if you're, are, no matter if you got hard hands or you're, mm-hmm. or you got power or not, you make them pay for every mistake. They're definitely going to sit there and double think about that. Man, let's get to this white car, baby. This is so lovely. I'm happy that. How's, how's Donovan McJab doing? Man, I dropped him off for practice right before we started, man. Here, so was he excited? Hey, yeah, he was is excited. He making he friends? Was like, yeah, he, he's got a lot of friends, man. I'm always catching him playing tag out there. It, out it's there, good. There. I mean, it's a, well, at his age, it's acceptable. If it's at the age of 14, 15, we got to question if it's still with men. Yeah. Um, and then it might be your fault at that point. But <laughs> this is a fight that, well, I don't know. I'm not... A, I would say we both were wrong on this one. We both were wrong on this one, and you know what's funny is like um, I watched, I watched the the Kell Brook fight, I watched the Kovala fight, I watched the main event of the heavyweight fight, and then this fight I actually caught on my uh, phone. I didn't yeah. watch it on my phone, but I got the update. And when I saw that Demetri Bivol knocked Stolten Brown out in the twelfth, 
the first thing that came to mind was like, I had planned on Barrera outboxing him the whole time. And he may have just got caught. Then I sat back and watched this. Dimitri Bivol beat his ass he beat that 12 boy. straight rounds. Now, <laughs> and it was crazy because when I was first watching this fight, I'm like, why is this man not trying to box him? Yeah. But then I was like, oh, he's not letting him. Yeah. He's forcing him to exchange. Yeah. And it's with simple one, twos, and threes, heavy hitting but consistent. Barrera, I'm going to tell you this. He did not look sharp, though. Now, there was something a little off about yeah. Barrera, but... He was leaving. And you know what I noticed, too? He left his feet a lot when he was throwing punches. Yeah, yeah. Terrible mistake. Terrible mistake to have. Good to call do. Out. Good Yeah, I, I just saw that. I'm like, why is your why is your right foot coming up and, and, whenever you're throwing a straight? And even when you couldn't get away from the exchanges, there was a lot of times when you probably could have, but instead you let your pride come in and, and make you want to exchange with him and stand in the pocket with him, which was a horrible idea, when you didn't even attempt that with, with Joe. With Joe Smith Jr. Because after you got knocked down, you knew this was the only option. For him not to... I think his, I think his pride hurt him. And this could have to do with their backgrounds. Coming as a Cuban amateur fighter versus a guy who's got 400 fights as an amateur as well. Dim, Dimitri Bivol. You know, and these are former communist countries. That could that pride could kick in as well. I mean, they even asked Bivol, like, um, with his amateur background. And he said that, yeah, everybody looks at the Cubans as the number one, yeah. as the number one guys out there. And, and if you would have told me in the beginning of this that Dimitri Bivol was going to outbox him and had the quicker hands, I, I would have not saw that coming out. I would have been like, yeah, not really. I, I didn't think it. Bivol was a lot quicker, and he had great counters, which mm-hmm. when you're fighting mm-hmm. a Cuban, I do not see How you How do you really counter him, period? Like, exactly. So, Salton Barrera took this fight over the Kovalev fight. Bad decision now. Well, I mean, you think well, Kovalev could have got him out? About, he, he said it was about money. Yeah. Good. So it must have been more money. But now, how good is Dimitri Bivol? Did he really make Sullivan Barrera look that bad? Okay. Don't answer that one. Who made Barrera look worse, Bivol or Ward? Andre Ward. Even though Bivol got him out there, Andre Ward gave barely got nothing. touched. He barely got gave touched. That nothing. was a shutout. I think they may have given him one Sullivan Brewer one round. Probably because they got they, mad at Andre they, Ward for just something like that. Yeah. But no, like when Andre Ward, the way that he beat Sullivan Barrera was the same exact way that Floyd beat Colt Canelo. Yeah, it was just, just it was just artwork. Yeah, it was just artwork. Mm-hmm. So. And that's great too. Anytime you get to do that to like a human standout, that's yeah. that's amazing. I'll tell you one thing. Dimitri Bivol answered the test. Mm-hmm. He had all the questions to the test, man. I've that's got nothing one, else that, to say. That, now we got to just see him against. Yeah. Well, we saw him against high opposition because yeah. Sullivan Burr was only twenty-one and one with fourteen knockouts. I think a at this lot time. of people, maybe not as outspoken as me and you, thought Barrera is going to come in and get the on-paper upset yeah. just because Bivol just because we're looking at his pro record first. Yeah, you know, twelve even, and zero. Even with if 10 you hear about that those four hundred, three hundred amateur fights. You kind of ignore it because you see the record. This is the pros. We, we've seen, what we just we've talk, seen many amateurs. What did we just worked. talk about with um, uh, with Sergey Kovalev's amateur record and Artur Bitterbeev yeah. and then uh, McCulkin, whatever the yeah. amateur. So, yeah, we understand the amateur records, but then sometimes that doesn't translate. Yeah. We've seen great college players on both fields, mm-hmm. you know, and it doesn't. Reggie Bush yeah. is the greatest the greatest college player I've ever personally mm-hmm. seen. Yeah. Not the same person when he gets to the pros. So it's like, it's a different caliber of players when you get, or fighters when you get yeah. to that next level. So you don't always take it out. Yeah. You, and, and styles do make a difference because yes, they of the do. way the score and everything. But now, um, I wonder if, uh, the f- Kovalev fought after Bibble. He's quick to call out, uh, Badoo Jack. Yeah. Because of the payday, obviously. Yeah. 
when you got this fight, when everybody is salivating for the fight we really want. Uh-huh. And that's going to be the two guys we just saw in this fight card. Now, I'm pretty sure if we dig deep enough, Bivol has probably fought Better Beef, McCalkin, and, um, and even Gustick, because he's another guy at that at division. He's probably been in the ring with those guys, having that much experience. So they all, they all probably know each other. It's like, you remember that Battle League, uh, I want to say Grind Time? Sounds familiar. It, it was the first, like, it was a battle league where they got to actually write their verses first about each other. Okay. And then, you know, when you, yeah, when yeah, you actually yeah, come around that, yeah. these guys, you actually find out, oh, you guys all know each other. Yeah. It, this is kind of funny, and now these battles aren't as good because you already know about this stuff. You probably told each other things that you might say yeah. just to make sure they're not offended. But with this one, I want to see Kovalev fight Bibble, but to call out Badu Jack, it's got to be a money play. Uh, money play, honestly, probably not that. My thing is, if you're gonna call it Badu Jack, I think it's something that I think it's Fight Badu Jack, Jack, Badu Jack and Adonis, Adonis Stevenson. They have something that he's never had. It yeah. was a WBC belt, so that's the money belt. <laughs> I love how how the man could still be recognized as lineal champ, even when we try not to recognize him as a lineal champ. It still becomes that because if Badu Jack beats Adonis Stevenson, which I don't, I'm not confident he will, then what? Now what are you gonna do? You're gonna call out Bibble or you're gonna press the issue with Stevenson? I mean this well, is Well he already said that I mean Twitter is Twitter, but yeah. he already said that, you know, if Badu Jack because obviously like I feel him. You've called out Adonis Stevenson for the longest time and you can't get nothing for him, so I that's why you gonna you go up you go at uh, right, this Badu is a free Jack. idea for every promotional company out there. You create a Twitter handle that is the name of your promotional company, whether it's abbreviated or anything, ended with about you or talking smack, something with something that recognizes insult. And then all you should do is just tweet, hey, I was just talking to Kovalev and he said this. I was just talking to Stevenson, he said this. That's what hashtag. And he said this. For. He said this. He said this. He said that. And then eventually he's finally like, oh he said that. Oh he said that. Oh yeah. And you see you can see what has happened when cats start talking and I love it more than ever because we've had some altercations also go on this weekend. But D- Dimitri Bibble, I'm convinced Almost, not 100%, but I'm like 97% that he definitely deserves that championship belt. Because um, he's WBA, correct? Yes. Yeah, he's WBA. Barrera is still a threat in this division. Yes, he is. And I hope, I don't, I mean, I, I, it's sad when you can't even give a brother an off night. I can't even say he had an off night, really. You know, um, Cuban fighters should never be leaving their feet when they throw a punch. You, Ever. you Ever. would think they. They would, they, have <laughs> they would tell them you you know you would be banished if you don't like you get to stay here but you but you're banished from everything you don't really get to live here you know what I'm saying? It's like these are fundamentals these are the basics this is the stuff that he yeah. have to relearn did you not listen to Shooter in an episode that didn't even come out yet already? I bet you this man has scars for doing that as a child <laughs> you know what I'm saying just because so for remember Bill that, to beat him you that remember bad, that uh you remember that meme I sent you where it's like they had the they had that one kid he's a kid boxer but they had duct tape. His, uh, his, his mitt to his yeah. face because he kept dropping his hands. Hey, oh, man, there's man. some things you got to relearn, baby. I feel like that's something <laughs> like your big brother would do or if your dad was your trainer. But if it's just your regular trainer, man, that's <laughs> if it doesn't work, you're going to have some kind of psychological damage for sure. Dimitri Bevel, who should he go after next? I think he's... The thing is, with 13-0 and 0 with 11 knockouts now, man, I really... Even though he's a WA champ, I really don't think he has too much leverage to go after. He yeah. has to go, come as they come. I think he should be the one going after it because of his record. Kind of like what Errol, Errol Spence is doing. Yeah. One thing I like about Errol Spence is he's not giving us any moments to forget about him. Even when time passes a little bit, it's like, hey, it's my birthday. And then a couple days later, he's talking some smack. And I think Dimitri Bevel, even if... 
Twitter can translate it. Even if you got to type it in Russian or whatever your, your home language is, it will find out what to say. And I want to see you call out Kovalev or other champions. Um, and, and, and you know what? I do like these, these Russian Asian looking dudes. Because every time I watch them being half Asian, I'm like, man, at least these Asian dudes work them. I'm like, oh yeah. Not even close. You know what's funny is like there's very few uh, divisions. I mean, well, for the longest time it was featherweight, but like when you look at when you look at these are all the belt holders: yep. Donna Stevenson, Dimitri Bivol, Artur Bitterbiev, and Sergey Kovalev. I can watch. I don't see. I don't see anybody really that's not a champion in a division really yeah. taking the throne besides them each other. I could watch all four of them fight each other just round robin. Royal Rumble. R- round Royal robin. robin. Yeah. That's probably one of the best champion lineups where we don't even really care about who's under it versus a stacked division like 147. Yeah. And they can still just those four names can fight for the next three yeah, years. Yeah. Because because uh, 147. That's, the, a lot of enough. those guys are interchangeable. And there's just a not lot enough of time in life yeah. to get all those fights exactly. that we want. But Bibble, my hat's off to you. I salute you. I sit here and I, even when I tried to play devil's advocate and pick you to win, I was like, it was hard to do because I thought Barrera was that good. My hat's off to you, son. And I admit that I was wrong. And the thing is, just like I said, especially when it comes to power and uh, when it comes to technique and skill, I'm going to take the boxer over everything. Dimitri Bivol, congratulations. You proved to me that you are a solid boxer and actually maybe even a great boxer, man. So uh, you made a brand new fan of me. Just I'm not going to say you're in my top, but actually I do enjoy watching your fight, man. So keep it coming, man. When you impress me, that's saying something. And you're not a chick? What do you know? Yeah. Now, all I know is me, me and Pops, the, the house historian, has always said, I'm not convinced. I'm not sold on them. Uh, well, where do I sign? Sales closed. Now, you hear about the guys who wrote the movie The Matrix? The two, the Wachowski the, brothers. Now, you know that they're the Wachowski sisters now. So they're both actually good. This is, this is a fact. I, I heard it on Adam Carolla, and he would not lie to me. But they are both going to go into a gender reassignment and then identify as women. So is it because the woman who actually wrote the Matrix um, sued him and they had to pay hefty money for that? Or the, Lu- or the Illuminati was like, hey, you did not tell us about this. Mm-hmm. Now, another crazy thing is that the Matrix theory dates back to the 70s. And that's what inspired that first writing from that female. And, and the, the one guy who theorized that just kind of saw the big picture and, and, and said, this is where we're headed. When I think the Matrix of boxing, I think about a, a guy who has all the best talent and skills, and then at first catch one bad break just off of, off of judging in the wrong, wrong place at the wrong time, and then more bad breaks after that. And then I just watched that man age in the ring today, or this past weekend. And that's my man Andre Durrell, The Matrix. Against Jose... I thought it was Resurrection. Uh, <laughs> he tried to rename himself. You know what I'm saying? And, and, he needed and, Jesus in that ring. That, that's now we know how he's gonna be introduced yeah, next time. He got Jose in that ring. Right? He got Jose. He's gonna come out <laughs> needing needing Jesus. So this is the first fight with Virgil Hunter, and the first thing that came to my mind was, is Virgil Hunter a great trainer? Because we've had questions about this before. And you know I'm a fan of Virgil Hunter as a person. I just love I just love him as a person, man. I don't know who to put this on, whether it's Virgil Hunter or whether it's Andre Jarrell. But I tell you one thing, we have a nominee for the 2018 Tin Man Award. Ooh, I don't know. Definitely a nominee. Definitely a nominee. Yes, he's a nominee. He's a nominee. He argued with with Virgil Hunter on stopping the fight, and you heard Virgil Hunter say repeatedly, "You will regret this. Mm-hmm. You're going to regret this." Mm-hmm. And then the round before he didn't come out, 
Virgil Hunter said something, and then Andre Durrell turned on and said, "What?" Like it was yeah, kind he of said, a disrespectful. I will stop this fight. Yeah, like, like he, he said, "What?" Like he was already was 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 yeah. Uskatagi. Was killing him from the opening bell. He had. Was... You know what I used to tell people on the court? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm a Wait, prostitute. I in, give it... in court? No, you, no you, on the court. Cat? On the court. <laughs> okay. I used to tell people, like, I'm a prostitute. I give it to you any way out here. How you mm-hmm. want it? How you want it? Mm-hmm. Left, right. You want to I... How you want it? I give it to you. Can you, can you, say, Us... can you say, say, say a little lower? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uskatagi. Uska from the opening bell, did whatever he wanted. Little Uzi Did whatever Vert. he wanted. Yeah, basically. <laughs> this Jose guy was Uzi sitting Vert. back, just just throwing just straight. What? They're both southpaws, so just straight right hands. Not without even setting up the jab and landing them flush. The only time Darrell showed any success was when he was doing double and triple jabs. Yeah, round three is when now, he started. Now I have both. a theory about this too. I think if you are considered an elite high level fighter. And you need to make a change in the corner. You should never make a drastic change going into a straight new head trainer with no history. I think you should maybe bring someone in as an advisor. I don't think Virgil Hunter is going to be his trainer his next fight. Oh, I don't think Darrell's going to get a next fight. If he is, it's probably he'll get it. He'll get another fight. But at the same time, I don't. I don't think Virgil Hunter will be back, man. No, no. You you saw there was no chemistry. I think this is one of the. I think this is a. I know this guy. This is who you should go to. And same thing on Virgil Hunter's end. But, But also. Virgil Hunter has had maybe one success. You know, he's held, he's made Amir Khan look good in bad matchups, but yeah. only one success story behind him, and it just happened to be probably the greatest success story of our time, of our definitely our generation. Because I Marcos don't think Maidana, huh? Which one? Which fight? The Amir Khan? Or well, no, I'm just saying um, oh, Andre Ward. Andre Ward. That's, yeah, that's yeah. you know his one real success is the best success in our in generation's the first time. Five, four or five rounds versus Canelo. Like. And Amir Khan. If they were the, I don't even know if I should ask this, but if they were the same weight, who would win between Andre Ward and Floyd Mayweather? You think? Dream fight. Floyd. Right. Really? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't even Floyd, know. If, yeah. Floyd moves. Floyd moves too well. Too well. Too well. It's know, the movement. Man. And the thing is, man, the the connect the, not even the connect so, precision the, the connection would be about five punches per round that's just in and out it would be the most boring total, fight ever total, it would, total, total yeah. it'll be the most boring fight ever yeah. but it would be like I, the first I, round of the uh, Rigandau and uh, yeah. and what's his name Lomachenko because uh, of uh, just all the feints but in another time if if I meet a genie and I get three wishes I might use that one but Jose Uzi Bert worked <laughs> Uz, Andre Durrell uh, you know what this reminded he, me of? You know what it, you know what this reminded me of? The Adrian Broner Mikey Garcia fight where Ooh. Andre Durrell had the weapons to make it interesting but just didn't fire couldn't off. Pull the trigger. Just couldn't pull, couldn't pull and the it trigger. was terrible because you know what though? But then you go back cuz this is their second fight mm-hmm. if you guys don't know. It goes back to when the ref asked Andre Durrell in the first fight, "Can you continue?" instead of seeing if he can continue because you're on the ground, yeah. you're getting your you're getting t- your mm-hmm. tail worked. Hey, yo, bro, I can probably get away with him getting disqualified yeah, wait, you're and come off with a ask me to continue after that happened. No, I can't. I can't because yeah. he hit me later after bell, so mm-hmm. you can take that. Andre Durrell knew what he was getting into in this fight. Yeah. It must have been a good. We and wanted it. We wanted a rematch because we wanted to know. So We wanted to know if he was really going to lose that first fight. And <laughs> which, he, yeah. which he was losing the first fight as well, too. Was, just this, from the, was this fight stopped in the same round by any chance? This fight was uh, round nine. I don't know. Okay, so no, no, because I think it was. This one went a like, little longer. Yeah, this yeah. one went a little bit longer. But after this fight, 
between what happened and how it transpired the first fight in this one, this is the reason why I gave him a 10-man nominee. Nope, definitely the first of 2018. Congratulations, sir. You better pray that we do not get more it's successful. It's a long year. Because you it's, may get a flat one day for these nominees, baby. Hey, we'll backdate all of them, too. Oh, so oh if you, yeah. You <laughs> so. better believe it. And the first ones may be personally delivered. Who yeah, knows? for real. You know, we'll, we'll have the right of company with us just to ensure our safety. Because that's how it works. And that's what it is. Jose got the win. And he called out David Benavidez. Hmm. That's an interesting one for 168. I mean, there's a lot of other people out there. You got Caleb Plant. Um, you hear about Caleb, uh, you know, Caleb Tro who beat uh, James DeGal? Yeah. Was, um, you know, talking smack about Caleb Plant on Twitter with somebody else. And then Caleb Plant came at him and said, you know, after, and uh, he told him, just worry about Porky and then see what's up. Rahelio. Caleb, Caleb Plant responded after he beat Porky and he had a tweet out there, you know, everybody's talking all this now, the quiet is a church mouse. I, re- I you know, so I, I sent a tweet out, you know, because he said hey, people retweet this and tag it. I, I retweeted it out with him, and I was and I just hashtag it pool hall junkies. It was like it was like an even at the Apollo in this mother, and now everybody's quiet as a church. Yep. And he liked it, of course, you know, because we boys now. <laughs> you know, yeah, bo- boys. We we boys now, but I like y'all it. down. I, you know, we, we, <laughs> down, we down, we down. I don't know if he knows it yet. It was a squared circle one on one. It basically, you know, is one of us at least. So whichever he likes more, but. There's a lot of challenges in there. I don't know if he's ready for David Benavidez, even though as good as he looked against Darrell. And apparently they know each other too. But David Benavidez likes and does mix in and get, does get in the brawl. So that's the way Katagi. What is smart do. about this, though, is for anybody who wants David Benavidez, call this man out now and get at him right away if you can, if you think you can beat him or have the tools. Because as he gets better, it's not going to happen. Now, next was. I'm not much for social media, right? Mm-hmm. But this fight, I really regret I'm, that I did not record my reaction live when I watched how the outcome you of the fight. You weren't with me watching it, man. You couldn't do that. It's not the same. Exactly. It's not the same. Instinct told me not to, but who was the better boxer in this heavyweight matchup we saw? We said it from the beginning. It was Lou Ortiz was the better boxer. I'll tell you one thing. I haven't felt this way about a heavyweight fight since Tyson and Holyfield. The way that it made me feel. I was legit scared of what could, the possibilities of what could happen in Alcock. I almost turned (laughs) off the TV and walked away, bro. I was like screaming at, I was screaming at the TV. And I was. Me and first boards on the couch watching this man screaming like, oh my God. Hey, I don't know. Like the time. So, okay. All right. 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 So, was this better than. Joshua Klitschko. I'm going to say no. You sure? Emotionally, yes. I think fight-wise, oh, man. <laughs> can I get both fights up on two monitors? Look, and look, watch them at the same look, time, see which look, one gets more of my attention? Because I think they ended around the same round. Round five? No. No, no, round ten. Round ten. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, so it was the almost, same round. Almost, almost. So... Are you, t- are you telling me that this fight, you telling me that Anthony Joshua Klitschko... Vladimir Klitschko fight was better than this one. I want to say yes because we didn't know what to expect out of Klitschko, a man who's got a who's at the end you know, of his reign. Okay, check this out. 
you knew what to expect out of Klitschko after that first round. The first, as soon as we watched that, we were like, hey, yo, man, he looks good. He was boxing. He was like, you didn't know what that, you knew what to expect out of it. It's like, all right, you're going to see a good boxing match. At any moment, you didn't know what was going to happen from either one of these boxers. This match was better than last yeah. year's. And I'm not going to say it's fight of the year yet because it's only it's a March. It's but this a is a fight of year candidate. This I don't know if it's better beautiful. than, that, than, that, uh, than the, the, that World Boxing Super Series with Dordacos and uh, Gassiv. Brock yes, it was. Yes, it was. I don't know, because the man. thing is, that this wasn't was, even for the championship title. Yeah, it was. Because uh, he got the belt. Yeah, he did get okay. the belt, though. But, this but we're one, talking about the baddest man I, on the it, face it, of the it's, planet. It's supposed to be the heavyweight. Bomb squad. You I'm didn't so emotionally know, you invested in You didn't know what was going on at, eve, at any moment. This was a beautiful fight. This was a beautiful fight. First of all. My biggest concern going into this was the weight because I thought I was worried he might have overtrained. And, and wasn't able to get his punches off. Yeah, the t- coming in at two fifteen was kind of scary. Like the two fourteen was kind of scary. I want to give a shout I out to uh, I want to give a shout out to D'Lo because we actually had the same uh, thoughts on this. Deontay Wilder, horrible entrance, horrible entrance. Don't ever hey, bring don't ever bring little bring, Kim out. Don't bring that, little Kim you mean out. That wasn't Black China. No, that wasn't Black China. Don't ever bring okay, little okay. Kim out. Yeah, yeah. And have yeah. her lip sing for you because she didn't even know the music start and her voice was the record was playing and then but she started rapping when it came on they it was forgot terrible. there's a mic on the camera it was terrible yes. and, and we could hear him talk yes. and, and was that like DJ Clue with no DJ I don't know but they it was they found horrible. the voice of DJ Clue so, for sure so look at how now so now be, be, this, I'm convinced man this Something's is how really I know wrong with these hoes this is <laughs> This is how I know that Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder are on a collision course. Because the last time we saw Anthony Joshua, we talked about his entrance and how terrible it was. Deontay Wilder comes out with the same thing. So one day, hopefully they do get together, and it's going to be two terrible entrances, and we have a great fight. I think if you're sponsored by Adidas, and you have a horrible entrance with the rapper that has no reason walking you out there, like, you, like to me, you can't go for 50 cents to Bieber and Wayne. That doesn't add up to 50 Cent because he will beat both of them up at the same time. So to come out with little Kim, now, if she was offering you maybe, yeah, but no. She must have offered him something afterwards because I would do little Kim just out of, just for bragging rights and out of respect. You know, just just because I thought she was hotter before she looked like Black China, And that's the only thing I can think of of why she's even walking him out there because it's not because of New York. She don't represent New York like that. If you think New York, you don't think little Kim. For sure, but you should definitely lose a stripe on those Adidas if that's your sponsor. If that's if you make a bad decision on your entrance, now Luis Ortiz did exactly what he needed to do. Luis Ortiz looked a lot better than he I expected. What he had what? the right game plan. He he was beautiful. He was punking Wilder, and you know what? Round seven. If Wilder was not the champ, that that fight would have been stopped. Me and you are on the stopped. same boat. You're usually stopped. wrong, but yeah. we are the same boat. You are going to give the champ the benefit of the doubt of gonna, that, though. Yeah. Like, and that's down. the thing. Is, round seven, he still th- was there. Honestly, honestly, he wasn't fighting back. It should have been called. He was hurt. He was hurt. If he was not but the he champ, did not, it would have got, got called. It got called. He so, never went down. So, Luis, Luis he, Ortiz actually came out on Twitter, and he was like, they were talking about he got robbed. Now, no. just like we talked... They should have counted him out. I'm not going to say it was really close. I'm not going to say robbed. Mm-hmm. But I can see how you can feel like that. Like, if, honestly, if you have a way, case. If, if, there was, if the roles were reversed and Deontay Wilder did that to Luis Ortiz without knocking him down, yeah. being the champ, that fight would have been stopped. Also, with the recognition that the power of Wilder's hands. Yeah, because you saw, you saw it, though. And you saw it. And this... And this but everybody... I think, I think pretty much a lot of people are on the same page with us as with him being the champ because... 
even within the clinches, he still threw the right amount of punches to stay in there. Yeah. And he got that lanky arm thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you're lanky, you can't make nothing look good. You know, you can't make you can't make nothing look good at all. High fives even look weird. You know what the first half of the fight, the first few rounds of the fight reminded me of too? Because like, you know, we watch so many boxes. A lot of the times mm -hmm. I, I'm like, this looks familiar. Yeah. Uh, Danny Garcia, Keith Thurman. Ooh. Didn't really throw a whole bunch. It was kind of like yeah, the first few rounds, it. just kind of throwing it out, just kind of see because it was. We heard some booze hey. in the background, yeah, yeah. and this haunted, is why I hate. House. And this is why I hate casuals. But turned out to be turned out to be a great fight. Oh, it was beautiful. And you know what? And this and any boxers out there, I tweeted that's out when uh, Wilder knocked him down the first time. Yeah. After that round was over, I'm like, he just knocked him down, and, he, and he's still behind on the cards. Yeah. That's that's the first yeah. thing I said out there. He's still yeah. behind on the cards. Speaking of being behind by the cards, did you see the final cards? They had no, Deont actually, they, I didn't. they had uh, Deontay Wilder winning. Uh, each of them had him Deontay Wilder up by a point. Uh, maybe I can see that because because by the stoppage, there's already a knockdown in there. They had the first four rounds split uh, for Deontay Wilder and I Louis Ortiz. No, <sighs> Louis Ortiz cleaned up the, the first, first four two rounds. rounds. I would have gave a split maybe. But that that was it. No, and that's just out of and that's that's out of that's out of respect. Just fandom, actually. That would have been out no, of fandom. No, I sat there. Me and Firstborn sat there and watched it. We had the first four rounds going. Luis Ortiz. We, yeah. Luis Ortiz, man. He was, and you know what? This this goes out to show you. Any boxers out there is listening. When you're tired, when you're not focused, or if you don't have that power, mm -hmm. you can always rely on boxing. You, the power, if you miss. Your power, if you're, your power does nothing if you're missing. Luis Ortiz was able to sit there and box the whole and fight land and look power. and land his hey, power with Wilder it. Wilder can he take a always, punch. He can take a can, punch. He can take a punch. He got landed flush a couple times he and sure I was like, did. he's done. He's over. And he came back and knocked him down twice. And I think that's the reason why the, I think that's the reason why they called it too because the first knockdown he allowed him no, to get the up. Second and the one, second one, the way one, he dropped. Yeah. That was that 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 was more of like a, a concussion drop. That it hit him just at the right moment where his, you Luis Ortiz's body, his head was saying stand up, but his body reacted right and went went down, and the ref just stopped it because that was a damaging. Wilder's got those long lanky arms and the way he hooks, it's never an intended rabbit punch, but it kind of lands close to it, you know, because he does them little crazy hooks. Now, go ahead. I, I was going to say, one of the things I like with these guys that, that's just crazy with the world of boxing itself is, you know, you get to see the little buildup going into the ring. And you see Wilder, what he got football state, got into this because his daughter got ill, and he had to find a way to make money to save her and protect her. Luis Ortiz. Same. Same thing. Kind of thing. Now, I'm convinced that his daughter doesn't speak any Spanish, but how can we have two guys so much different but so much alike at the same time? Do you think they recognize that within each other? Have to. Have to, right? Have to. As much you could tell, there was some animosity going into it. A lot of respect after that fight, and yeah. I loved it because it was both the hardest mm -hmm. fight that both of them ever. Like oh, yeah. you never, you never even seen it. Even when Deontay Wilder went twelve rounds with Ben Reigns to Vern, it was never to this yeah. caliber, and he was never. You've seen Deontay Wilder rocked before, but never like this with somebody mm -hmm. who wasn't scared of him and could outbox him. Yeah, the last yeah. one, Spilka was working him, but when he got caught, it ended. Yeah, Luis Ortiz got caught. He okay. weathered the storm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he was, and the thing is, they were both tired too. Uh, halfway through the fight, Deontay Wilder kept it together way better than what I yeah. expected too. If that Deontay Wilder shows up the same, small underweight, leaving that jab out the first four or five rounds, 
He is not going to survive an Anthony Joshua search for one punch. So we were, we were, we've been going back and forth and not even trying to touch it because the fight wasn't made. Now we're also assuming we we don't, yeah, we don't have it in yeah. here because we got we got Anthony Joshua and Joseph Parker. Coming we're up. already we're already at the end of the month. We're already assuming that Anthony Joshua is going to take this. You know, mm-hmm. we'll get we'll cover that though. He's definitely the favorite. He's definitely the favorite. It's it's been out in the boxing groups. I've been trying to hold this in. I've been going back and forth and. Anthony Joshua's going to clean him up. And, and I don't what, even think it's going to One of the best things right now, too, is that like my pops was so upset about this fight because he he, he likes Deontay Wilder, but Deontay Wilder did or said something that uh, that or Luis Ortiz's story, the way they filmed it, was that good. My dad kind of became a fan of Luis Ortiz because he was never sold on Luis Ortiz and always questioned him. And he might have got sold on that buildup. But he was saying basically like, he said, that's it, it's done. He said, you know, after Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder, what's left? And I'm glad to see Luis Ortiz do this good because I would love to see Ortiz versus Parker or versus Anthony Joshua because in a rematch with Deontay Wilder, is that outcome the same? I don't know. Yeah, um, I th- I doubt he takes as many risks and just can Continues to outbox yeah. him. Like, he might, that's, he, he if would he have does to make that, it it's a little bit different. Have to make it born to win. I saw somebody called him Beyonce Wilder online. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, yeah, one of the things was, oh, one of the things, here, let me, I just found it though. So, big baby uh, Jarrell Miller mm-hmm. called, uh, called Bronze Barber on Instagram, you ain't shh, and, uh, and the referee ain't shh either. Mm. You a bum ass, and I'm coming for your head. I'm with already thinking two, about Bobby Digital with, right li- now. Listen. You ain't. Y- yeah. Your mama no. ain't. And then, so basically, and then he lists all the people that Deontay Wilder beat. We got a 38th. We got an unranked people. Like, just going down, like, what these guys are ranked. Mm. He's still a threat, no matter who he beat and how he beat. He's knocked everybody out. When so. you can take down the side of a wall with one punch, with, with a simple, straight right hand... Bomb squad, you better get Dunkirk up in that mug to stop this man because that's going to be your only hope is to cut the red wire. That's the only thing stopping this boy. If not, you better make it the most boringest fight ever and nobody ever want to see you fight again because you found a way to run and outpoint this man. And check this out. Anthony Joshua came in at 250 his last fight. Mm, that's a big boy. That's, that's a, a big, big boy. lean Lu- boy. Hey, Luis Ortiz Luis got that WWE two- body. Hey, Luis Ortiz came in at 240. Mm. So you got a better box. You got a bigger boxer. You got a yoked guy. You got a yoked guy who got power. Songs. Who can box as well and probably better power footwork. Power both hands. The amateur background. <sighs> and like we said, the year Deontay Wilder got that bronze medal. Who got the gold? It was AJ that same year. Now, there was a proposal in this, and I'm going to... Not talking about like uh, you know Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds, but Oscar De La Hoya. Well, Oscar De La Hoya had a proposal for him, and not probably the one you dirty minds think. But he said that he would have got Wilder. What? How much? How many zeros? So, well, Deontay Wilder got paid was I think it was two point one million mm-hmm. for this one, and then I think off the top of my head, I'm not, the, these numbers may not be accurate, but then I think. Luis Ortiz got 1.4 yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he so. got less than a million. He didn't make a million. You sure? I guarantee it, bro. I guarantee it. All right, well, whatever. I guarantee this one. I, I, I trust me, I'm right on this now. Oscar De La Hoya calling him out. Do you think this is a media ploy or a genius move? Both. Definitely a genius move, for sure. <laughs> because the one thing that a lot of people forget about is Deontay Wilder has no promoter. He has a manager, yeah. but he ha- he is not committed to any promotional company. This is a, this Oscar De La Hoya can still pay- walk right in there and sign De- Deontay Wilder sitting next to the myth, the legend of of Al Heyman, 
this type of weekend and even change though the game. This type of weekend, you put a Kell Brook and you put a Dimitri Bivol Sullenbrero on this on that card. That's a pay per view card. And this is crazy. That's a pay per view card. You know what's crazy is that. The welterweight division is has been my favorite division since De La Hoya, and you since can, since can, right, it right cannot from, not be the best division in your favorite division. But like, no matter what, Deontay Wilder, the excitement around watching two big men. Gladiators. This is true gladiators. gladiators. Yeah. True gladiators. In in this same effect, translate into the UFC because yeah. Mighty Mouse Johnson is probably the number one pound for pound fighter yeah. in the world in any combat. But it's still not the he's same. still it's not still the not headline pay per view draw, you know, except for the fans. And this shows again, watching these big men just de- destroy each other. We love it. I got emotionally attached to it, man. When he got that stoppage, it, I was howling at the moon. You thought I was Benicio del Toro turning into the Wolfman, or maybe even I'll take it back and say Jack Nicholson. You you thought that is exactly what happened, and yeah. this is why yeah. I'm gonna record my outcomes on a fight like this. If I know I'm emotionally invested in this fighter, I might even just set it up and let it run live, so you guys can see the knowledge I kick in. Because every fighter would be undefeated if they listened to me when I'm yelling at that TV screen. That's for sure. Now, who's O's gonna go first? So that was a funny thing that we were and I sent to you because like. When Pull it up. Okay. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. So one of the things uh, we came across on Instagram was who's always the go next. Mm-hmm. This year we already had Guillermo Rigando who went down to Lomachenko, yeah. and now we have Luis Ortiz who just goes down to Deontay Wilder. And those are two ones in the matchup that we kind of thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then, so the next person who fights on top of this, this is, is going to be sixteen. Ne- yeah, we got. I mean, Mikey Garcia and Sergey Lipnitz fights next week, and we're going to discuss Ooh. that in a second. But the next one on top of that, who's closest to where we actually think that they may lose, is going to be Triple G. Yeah, yep. That sounds that sounds about right. And just and getting that blemish on your record is not going to stop that man's career from moving forward. So just some of the cats that they got on here, we got both of the Charlos, we got Ooh. Anthony Joshua, we got Keith Thurman, T Bud, we got we still got Tyson Fury out there. Oh yeah, uh, Swift heard you mm-hmm. know Bronze Barma, Earl Spence, Gervonta Davis. So you got you got all these cats you know that are still out who is undefeated. And these right are now. good recognizable names yeah. that's recognized with the casual fan and 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 beyond that. So it's gonna be interesting to see how this is played out. We had a tidal wave come in, a tsunami start, and this wave has to keep crashing in into 2018. Now you know my man. Canelo, you heard about he got he got he got the Barry Bonds treatment or or traces of it at least. Yes. Um, tested positive. I, I I'm not even gonna try to pronounce it. It was by uh, it starts with a C, and it was just traces of it. So now it was here, it was busted it by Vada. Max Kellerman said, you know, if if uh, you hire Usada because you know you're gonna pass because of the money, uh, Vada actually does their job. Now. On first take, they were saying that basically that this fight should go on. It will go on. Stephen A. was yeah. begging Max Kellerman to make sure it does go on and gave examples on when this happened in other fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fernando Vargas versus Orlando Salido. Vargas mm-hmm. had the same amount of traces. Uh, when Eric Morales got knocked out by Danny Garcia, same amount of traces. I made a joke when, when I heard about it from my man Lowe and said it was in the taco meat. I was also right. So, no, that, that's a, that one of the first things that I came across when I read about this because as soon as I saw the headline, and it was funny because you and Lo actually both hit me up at the same time, but then I was just like, I already read up yeah. on it. And then what I honestly believe, though, I do believe because you also look at somebody like Canelo Alvarez, mm-hmm. just not knowing him personally, but just knowing of him, 
Do you really do you think he's a cheater? No, not at all. I don't think you see you see you've personally seen a fighter get better and better each mm-hmm. and every he's, fight because it's not because it's not because it's not it's not power. No, it's the, not power. He is a the, boxer. He's the actual Super Saiyan. He's gonna turn Super Saiyan. Super Saiyan, and his hair is gonna go from red to black. Exactly. So that's the first thing I thought, and because the one of the first thing. Uh, that I read when he came out was how he contacted the VADA commission or whatever to let him know what happened because it was in yep. Tracy. And I guess this is a normal common thing in Mexico. It's or whatever a common thing. It, they they advise happens. NFL players to watch what they eat if they go on vacation to Mexico yep. because you will be suspended and when it shows up. And then he contacted Triple G's camp. This is what I was reading right after that, too. Mm-hmm. So Ooh, you, that's respect right there. That is respect. That's He's respect like, hey, right this there. is coming out. This is what, like, You're so going to hear from This is what I read. So, and mm-hmm. the thing is, he said he was moving his training camp straight from Mexico to the U.S. after. After that too, so it's just like I'm not. So if it doesn't anything leave, else, I did. so if it's anywhere not in California, Nevada, it's still in Mexico, by the way. Mm-hmm. So we, I think that it's going to come. In, there's, he's going to get tested again. They said that the traces still can still remain all the way up to fight night, but we'll definitely see after. Yeah. After what happens, it what comes out. But Canelo does not strike me as the person no, who or he all. needs this. One thing I've been saying, Max Kellerman brought it up too, is that. He's he, as a teenager he turned pro and he was fighting grown men. Yeah. He started selling out fights. Now if you if, if he you, did that then yeah yeah I would understand. Right now if you're a fighter from Mexico, Canelo Chavez Jr. There's probably a handful. I bet you I bet you's gonna be the amount of fingers on one hand of how many fighters could afford the right investigator investigators or dietitians that can do the type of research. To make sure you don't eat anything in Mexico that has it in it. Nobody else in Mexico can do that. And then also those lower fighters too aren't going to be fighting at this high level. That's going to have Vada involved. There's no way this man is cheating. Triple G should have just shook it off for sure. And unless this dude comes in looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger, we, we want this fight to go down. I'm kind of glad it... I'm kind of glad. I'm sorry to cut you off, but just like we said last week's episode, like with the hype around it, mm-hmm. the only thing is going to be fun if one of them sleeps with each other's girls. We needed something to talk about with this yeah. Canelo Triple G yeah. fight, so thank you for that because I've enjoyed the memes. Yeah, I've this, enjoyed the memes. Wait, this it, this, it this could be like the Fifty Cent and Game Beef. They're just doing it for publicity. Who knows? Basically. Basically. So we we're still waiting for the fight. They're not going to call this off. Like no, no, it's. No. He, He's going to be yeah, all right. And cities it, it would is burn. They, they, they'd have more fights in, in the streets of Las Vegas than this one fight night if they'd cancel this fight. Do you remember? I would be, I might break my phone or something like that. You remember in um, the Great White Hype when uh, when uh, David, I mean, was it Damon Waynes knocked, mm-hmm. knocked him out in the ring? And the little kid in the wheelchair had his little Irish flag and he <laughs> just dropped out of his hands. How yeah. disappointed you were. If this fight got canceled, that's what it's going to do to my heart. I'll yeah. be like, I probably won't. I will. That's a lie. Yeah, uh, just like when you say, yeah. I'm going to stop drinking. No, I'm not. No, no, I was going to say, I'm going to stop watching boxing for the rest of the year. Not. I'm not. But no, I'm definitely going to be pissed I off. I might have some low voice. Oh God, yo, oh they're like, yo, yo, <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> Especially come around Cinco de Mayo weekend. I'm like, uh-huh. this is the worst. I'm looking for Mayweather to come back if that happened. I'm like, yo, Mayweather, Conor McGregor, fine. We'll take I would learn two. Spanish just to cuss him out. <laughs> just because of that. We get, it's going to happen. It's getting closer and closer. The chills are coming in. And we're going to start doing the countdown next week. I'm going to set that up. Now, Earl Spence, he pulled he pulled the Billy Joe Sanders. He uh, offered Kel Brook a rematch at 154 if he gets a belt. He said, and I wouldn't be surprised if he said in England again. Better fight, still same outcome. Kel Brook, you better go after Amir Khan and get paid, son. <laughs> and after you beat Amir Khan, if you want to do Kel Brook, I mean, Earl Spence, go right ahead. But... 
we need to get this over with because if not, in the anytime there's a British boxing fan around, we're gonna argue about Kell Brook and Amir Khan, and we won't even talk about it until that happens. It's just about like we like, need to get this settled now. Just like Lucas Matisse and Marcos Maidana, don't take this from yeah. us. We want to see you two mean, countrymen you mean fight. Vodikov. Huh? Lucas, oh, you want to see those two fights? No, I'm saying when it was. Okay. When it was. No, gotcha, Lucas gotcha. Matisse and uh, Provodnikov already fought. They I'm gave us about, what we wanted. Yeah. They, yeah, I got you. I, 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 got I, you still, I got you. I still want to bet on that one. Lucas hey, Matisse. It was a good fight. It was a great um, fight. But Earl Spence, <laughs> I love the way he's, he's staying relevant, and it's not by overdoing it, just here and there, and he's saying the right things to get us talking. Now, someone who's known for talking is my man Boner. Omar Figueroa, who got a DUI, also injured his shoulder. You mm-hmm. think he was making that right turn while he was drunk? Man, he was bending them corners, man, getting that gangster lean you know on, man. He could be. Just walking around with his shoulder lean. But now Jesse Vargas is jumping right in. Is this a trap fight or the best opportunity for Broner to get back on that stage? You heard I said Broner, right? Yeah, I, it kind of threw me off, so I don't even know, I don't even know how to even answer that right Did there. Did we go over the Barstool Sports thing last weekend? Barstool Sports when they're at the PBC event and they interviewed, uh, I want to say, the um, the promoter for, I want to say Richard Schaefer, and I could be wrong, but um, Adrian Boner was nearby and he, and he goes, hey, would you call him Adrian Boner? He's like, I wouldn't. I love that it's catching on, by the way. Here, hold I want on, to take full responsibility, responsibility of that, by the way, and I'm glad <laughs> to see this trending. But Jesse Vargas has got one loss to... No, two losses to Timothy Bradley and Manny Pacquiao. This is a live dog who is a likable dude who got shook in the Manny Pacquiao moment. Got shook on that one on the stage. He handled himself well against Timothy Bradley. Did not have the right game plan. Uh, beat Saddam Ali, TKO, yeah, uh, worked him. and beat uh, Aaron Herrera. Yep. This is a trap fight because it's very, it's very dangerous. Yes. It's a very dangerous fight for Adrian Broner, but. Just like we've said in the past 10, exaggerating, Adrian Broner fights, it all depends on which Adrian Broner shows up. The best thing about this fight is Jesse Vargas is not the type. He's one of these nicest guys, but with Boner in there, he won't bite his lip. Yeah. He won't bite his lip, and, and the words will start flying. And I like that when we got two guys that, that have a high boxing IQ because I want to see them throw that out. The, just throw it out the window. Let's Give, give us a show. I want to see what Boner's got left. And if he, if I, I might start calling him ED after this. Who knows? Now, <laughs> Jamal Charlo. Now, Jamal. Jamal. I, I can actually tell the difference between the two. But I Jamal can't. Charlo. Jamal's Jer- the middleweight. 154. He called uh, out Jermaine, Daniel Jacob. Jamal is the 154. Jamal's 154. Jamal oh, is, is 160. 160. Oh, okay. Called out Daniel Jacobs, right? Okay. Now, Daniel Jacobs is one of these names I'm convinced after we saw with Triple G. Maybe you shouldn't call him out. Unless, unless I think maybe if you're at that same level pub, public-wise. And Go ahead. The Go best ahead. thing about this is they ran into each other. Yes, that now, was the best. Now, we, post, now I, we posted this on Squared Circle 101 on Facebook.com. Yes. Forward slash Squared Circle 101. So make sure you check that out and mm-hmm. you see the altercation. And what's funny about it is, is the look they're, on inter, they're, in, they're interviewing Jamal yeah. Charlo. And then he goes, oh, there he goes. And then you hear, then you hear Daniel Jenkins, oh, oh there he is. There he is. There he is. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yes, ignorance. The, the look on Jamal ignorance. Charlo's face was priceless to me because he was like, I didn't expect to see him. Yeah, no, and I that's, did not expect hey, to see him. The next look, look. I don't know. I don't know where a lot of you guys grew up, but where I grew up from, if anybody's running their mouth and they're talking and you they're just running right their mouth, especially about somebody, mm-hmm. you can just all you gotta do is say, "Hey, man, there he goes right there," and just look at their face and how they see their react because you know everybody and everybody's tough mm-hmm. until 
it's really time to show mm-hmm. up. That was hilarious. Now, great. at the same time is, both of these Charlo twins mm-hmm. have really showed me that they can box. Yes. So I have no problem with them calling out oh. Daniel Jacobs because yeah. we've seen, yeah. the thing is, we've seen a more mm-hmm. sloppier Daniel mm-hmm. Jacobs than either one of these Charlo brothers. Mm-hmm. So Daniel Jacobs has one loss. He, uh, he has one loss, mm-hmm. arguably, but... We've never, we've never seen these. Char- we've never right seen. Before he got diagnosed yeah. with cancer. We've never seen Jermail or Jamal Charlo look weak. Kind. Yeah, look weak though. At the same time, I think we- for Jamal has not fought anybody at this level yet. No, no, and but- I don't know if there's any stepping stones before you get to this level. Versus Jermail has dominated everyone, and anybody at 154 should try to avoid him. I know he he want, he's trying to get Kell Brook in there. Kell Brook off Jamir Khan. Please don't fight this boy. Not yet, but. Jamal Charlo and Daniel Jacobs. Louis Arias and the second Sergio Mora fight. That is the worst we've ever seen Daniel Jacobs yep. look. Mm-hmm. And if you go in there sloppy, we've seen both of these Charlo brothers will Clean put up. anybody to Clean sleep. Up. Yes. Clean don't up. come in. You saw now. what you saw what happened to Erickson Lubin. Yep. Now granted, that was keep one running your mouth. That, keep running your mouth now, though. So like Jamal Charlo was running his mouth. Yeah. New York could be a tough place. It now, is it a coincidence hey. that this man was at a New York club? Jay-Z. Now, Dan James from Brooklyn, right? Yep. He's, where's Jay-Z from? Brooklyn. Oh, that, that's a coincidence, right? Now, Dan, Jamal Charlo, for some reason, decided to have about 150000 worth on him. You know, you know, between cash and uh, jewelry, disappear that night. So, you know what's really it's funny? I was, uh, I was in bed this morning watching... Uh, Civil War, nice. uh, Captain America Civil War, and when Spider Man and Captain America got into their little fight, and he was like, "Hey kid, you got heart. Where are you yeah. from?" And he was like, "Queens." And he no, just he looks out of he, he, he said, "No, he said he." Spider Man said, "I'm from Queens," and he was just like, "Man, Brooklyn," and just ran off. And it's just like Brooklyn has that stigma mm-hmm. as far as Biggie, most deaf. Mm-hmm. I'm not going down the line of how Brooklyn rolls, but you just know how. Hey, it's man, it's on my bucket list. I want to hey, see the sign that says "Forget about MOP." Tuck your chain in, man. Annie up. This is this is the city where your chain will get snatched, bruh. Yo, those what? dudes could be in a nursing home, and I still will not disrespect them. I still would not disrespect hey, them. Hey, man, you might get ran up for them, Nobody man. ever hey. has beef with MLP. Hey. Nobody says nothing. At they could drop a worst album ever, and, and I, 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 I would still buy you, it. You, still, you of, have just, to, just man. out of respect to If you look at it, they yeah. might snatch your chain, man. So I, I don't the know CD if this is connected or not, but... Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't, man. Hey, man, stop leaving. Well, the I guarantee Jay Z knows who Daniel Jacobs apparently, is. Apparently, what the story was was, what the story was, is they were getting into a talking altercation, mm-hmm. and one of his boys was holding the bag, and he told first one of the, mistake. No, he told one of the girls to hold the bag. Second mistake. And then he's around a whole bunch of groupies, mm-hmm. and then the groupies said 40, 40 grand in cash, mm-hmm. hundred fifty in. 150 mm-hmm. in jewelry. Yeah, those I'm groupies gone. were on tape. And what's really that. funny about it is when you get into the argument that Daniel Jacobson they had was he was like Daniel Jacobs said, "Hey man, you ain't even touching M's yet. You you ain't touching the millions yet, bro. I got the money." And just that very night you get robbed. Yeah, so son, it's just he sunned him. Hey man, he him. sometimes karma is real swift. It's just funny how now, that happens. It's just funny how that happens. Nature, but the only thing that make this better is if we saw a picture of him rocking his chain. I look. 
that's a street fight. That doesn't need <laughs> yeah. to look. No. no money's on the line. <laughs> no. no, this is straight. We're meeting on the corner. This is straight track. So, a, this is straight Adidas yeah. track pants. They would have to fight. White beaters. They, 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 yeah. And this is yeah. in the middle of the street. This like is Rocky. Yeah. This is Rocky Tommy Guns yeah. in the parking lot mm-hmm. in the back. And there needs to be 15 people in there. Yep. And Don King yeah. with his fur coat. His fur that, coat. That, like that's what needs to happen. <sighs> Al that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, Al Heyman. There's my second wish right there. For real. There's my second wish to see him. Right. No, just Ayo, man, that hey, exact scenario. Hey, yo, bro, we, we got to hurry forward. up, man. We got to move gotta forward, move, okay. Gotta, yeah. Okay, uh, Billy Joe Saunders, haunting. haunting David Lemieux. Hey, man, he's Twitter king, man. I love this dude. He's Twitter king, I man. I love so, this guy. So we can't just say that and not say it. So David Lemieux was saying, hey, back in the gym getting hard work, and then Billy Joe Saunders just comes. <laughs> morning, Good morning. Dave. Good morning, Dave. <laughs> morning, Dave. After working oh, a couple wow. of months, what was that, two months ago? Yeah. So like that. So he just... Salt in the wound. How do you I love insult him. and compliment at the same time? Now we got a return to the ring for Julius Sandango filling in for Victor Pulsol against Regis Progress. Progress. Now we don't know enough in the U.S. on Regis Progress. A lot of good talk behind him. This is supposed to be a good tough match for Pulsol, which is now going to be a tough match for Ndongo, and just enough time for both of them to get prepared. So now. Have you seen any of uh now Julius Andongo's beat Ricky Burns? We've seen that. Have you seen any Julius Andongo fights besides the one with Terrence? I've Crawford? seen the highlights. I, after he beat Ricky Burns, I looked up on him. So I am familiar with him, and he is legit. Regis Progress, this is a fight where you guys better put on a show, or we will never talk about you again. Because I'm putting um because Richie uh Progress is Ooh, twenty and 0. That's how they should mark it. 17, market 17 and uh 17 knockouts. And I don't know how good a Julius Ndongo is just because you went up against Terrence Crawford. Just like Where's can, Progress from? There, let me see. And then, so what, Julius Ndongo, he was 22-1. and one. I'm not even counting that one because it was Terrence Crawford. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not even putting that against you. No. He lives in Houston, Texas, but he's from New Orleans. Nolens. Wait, he's from New Orleans? Nolens. Wow. Okay, okay. Now I'm totally confused because I was like, there's got to be some Eastern European, but I've no. never seen you know, Eastern European named Regis. In fact, the only time I've ever seen the name Regis was Regis, and we all know who that is. So this is going to be an interesting fight. Julius Andango, this is a moment, if you guys do not put on a show, we may never talk about you again. Very true, because Julius Andango had, had a belt before he ran into Terrence Crawford, and I barely li- actually heard of him. Now, speaking of trap fights earlier, I think we could have a trap fight coming up. Very true. Oscar Valdez and Scott Quick. This is a style, this is a mouth-watering style matchup that has nothing but action pack on it. The thing that scares me is, even with a second-round knockout, he Valdez could be taking this fight too soon. So... Oscar, I don't say he's taking it too soon, but the one thing about Oscar Valdez is he's a great boxer who can get pulled into a brawl. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that scares me about this kid because he's too talented to be taking these risks this early. 23-0 with 19 knockouts. He's the type of person where you, if you bring the fight to him, he'll sit there and take it. He'll sit there and take it, and it's very dangerous for him to have. I, I don't. I think he needs. Now the we box knew we more. would we would get close on time with this one here. How, how much time we got left? Just give me time. Uh, let's say three minutes. Three, three minutes. Four, okay. Four. So Rancis Bartholomew, Carl Carmel Relic, they got a rematch coming up. Oscar Valdez, Scott Quigg. This is gonna be a great fight to watch. I want. I'm. Who are you picking? I'll let you go first. Which one? Valdez Quigg. 
I'm taking Valdez, man. Okay, because I was just picking because Scott I, Quick. Just because I like him. I, I've always been a fan of Oscar Valdez. I like Valdez, Oscar Valdez. I'm, I'm take... actually picking Scott Quigg. Mm-hmm. He's walking in with a big chip on his shoulder. He feels insulted. He feels forgotten and lost and left, and he could capitalize he should, on this but moment. at the same time, just like we saw in this heavyweight championship fight, we are talking about somebody who is the WBC champ. Mm-hmm. Is he Oscar of the featherweight division? Mm-hmm. Let me double-check just to make sure because I could be... I like WBO. He's the WBO champ. So either way, he has the belt, so he is going to get the benefit of the doubt when it comes to anything. you got to take it from the champ. So Scott Quigg is dangerous. No, he's but, very dangerous. He's, 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 he's a I'm wounded putting, animal. I'm putting Oscar Valdez in the same, not in the same boat as uh, Adrian Broder, but as far as if he fights the way that he can fight, it shouldn't be a problem. Yep. But if he gets lured into a brawl, then that's when it's going to be scary. Now, what do Troy Dorsey, Chris Algieri, and Sergey Lipinitz have in common? What? World champions in two different sports. Kickboxing and boxing, baby. I was about to say Eskimo Brothers. I watched, oh, probably, but I watched Troy Dorsey when he won his boxing world title and his kickboxing world title. Chris Algieri, I like him because of that same fact. Sergey Lipinitz is a very talented fighter who might be in the ring with the wrong talented fighter. But he also has capability to wow us, but I don't know if, this is the man I want to go for, and I like Mikey Garcia. I don't even know if I can root for him, just because... Mikey Garcia, as a Mexican, he represented the U.S. in the Olympics. He declined yeah. Mexico. Yeah. He's like, no, nah, I, I heard about your taco meat. And then, I I will always back Mikey Garcia just because our original debate yeah. about him. And then anytime, it's just like, I don't ever want to see one of your boxers succeed. So just, <laughs> so anytime you're going against. What, Caleb what, Plant. Look, look, we, we both agreed about okay, Caleb okay. Plant. And we both like him. Gotcha, but anybody gotcha. that you like, mm-hmm. I will like. Anybody that you don't, anybody that. Yeah. yeah you know we what I mean. It. Yeah, we get it. So I yeah, will always, I will, I will always pull off. I will always pull for Mikey Garcia. Pause. <laughs> I was always, always pull off. I was like, that's now, not Now, don't nice. forget to download that Squared Circle app. Everything is slowly getting updated. Hopefully that KTFO section will get updated. And Mikey Garcia could have another one in there. Except Sergey Lipinitz is a little bit better of a boxer than Letichkinen. So Le- Mikey Garcia. Dehan's Letichkinen. Mikey Garcia, I hope you got a very big fight after this. Because I want to see you against the best. Even if it's at 147, 140, or 135. But if you want to get a big money fight, you need to handle Sergey Lipinitz. Because we got a lot of these Eastern European guys who got this great pedigree and background. A lot of hype. But when you dismantle like a Zlatichkin, who everybody thought was going to be a good close fight in three rounds. It lets us know that pedigree sometimes is not there and doesn't mean as much as you think. And so people are riding on it. So, But if he has trouble with this guy, then Sergey Lipinitz... That's going to be a big, big statement in that division. It's one. This fight's at one forty, right? I'm pretty sure it's at one forty. Yeah, and this is this is. Or this I think actually, actually, I think it might be at one thirty-five, right? Yeah. Lightweight, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and this is a big thing for one thirty-five because who else we have there? We got what, Robert Easter Jr. Got Robert Easter Jr. We got Jorge Linares, um, Luke Campbell, uh, Lassie Luke Campbell, Javante Davis. No, Moschenko's in there as well. Uh, Richard Comey, remember he's mm-hmm. fight. He's upcoming. I think he's who, fighting this weekend. Who's as well, still too, a legit so, fighter? Yeah, he's so, got some legit losses. So this is still a good division that has some good exciting fights. And Mikey Garcia wants that money. More money's at one forty or one forty-seven. But we saw his power didn't come over really with Boner. So he needs to make. A, he needs to prove something to me. All right, because what he needs to prove to me is where he belongs. Because we know he belongs in conversation with the best, 
But how are you going to get there? You can't just go from up and up and down, up and down. You're, no matter how young you, young you are, your body cannot handle it, and it will hurt you in the end. It, it, you will pay the cost trying to be the boss on that one. But Sergey Lipinitz, anytime a man has been kicked in the face, you got to be a little leery of him. It took Errol Spence to knock out Algeria because that man's been kicked in the face, right? So it looks. I just was wanted to double check. It looks like that they are. I'm pretty sure it's going to be at 140 because okay. you got Sergey Lipnitz is the champion at 140. Okay, so. then it's, it's got to be because the yeah. belt's on the line. Yeah. Belt's on the line. So what what do you think about Sergey Lipnitz? <sighs> Not enough on him. Not enough. Not enough on him, man. He's just. Yeah. He's, he's 13 got the belt. Oh. I, I don't. I don't know. How many knockouts? Uh, ten. Ten knockouts. Thirteen. Yeah. Russia, so you still got that Eastern European. So this is like, becoming you know. a this is becoming a common percentage. Bibble, thirteen and yeah. ten. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the champ who's proven who is uh who's got an Adrian Broner Ooh. under his belt too. If Sergey Lipinets does better than we expect, it goes a whole twelve rounds to make it a close fight. There's something coming out of Russia, not just Putin and not just a, a Baron you know Timo move. You know they were doing. banned from the Olympics this year, right? Because of the positive testing for steroids. <laughs> so and all they're that. probably just going to hold their own Olympics, probably. Yeah. Make sure you download that Square Circle app. And don't forget to hit us up on Facebook or talk a little smack to us on Twitter. Share it with your friends and family. New shows every single Thursday. The champ is here. I hope you enjoyed this one. I was hyped about it. There isn't enough time in the world. We can go on forever. How we winning? Be willing to relearn some of the things you thought you mastered. Mm -hmm. Keys to victory for this week. Hey, you know how you beat premature ejaculation? You don't do it by practicing even more. That's what you got to do. In order to get better, you got to do better than yesterday. That means you always go up in numbers when you talk about females and your opposition as well. Hit us up every single Thursday. You know what I'm saying. I'm out. See you.